0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hey friend, I really hope there are no strange sounds in the background of today's episode. If they're there, then it's just meant to be, but... I have so many puppies in the office right now, and one is sleeping quietly, and another one is know, it's doing some weird stuff back there. Um, he's having his own world and living his best life, and uh, it's fine. <laughs> we're just going to go with it. I would love to talk with you for a few episodes about FOPO. So we're going to start a little series, get excited, on fear of people's opinions. And how this cannot be the way of life forever, because it doesn't have to be. Today, specifically, we're going to talk about how FOPO, fair people's opinions, is mucking up your agency, your sense of agency and authority in your own life, and what to do about it. Duh. So I want to start with just a quick reminder of what we're here for, or for the new members of the Decision Mastery world, an introduction to what we're all about. We are here to learn to make powerful, authentic, self-honoring decisions. Yum. Powerful means you feel in charge of them. Authentic means they're aligned with what you want. Self-honoring means they honor today's truth, your boundaries, your capacity, your needs. And FOPO gets oh so in the way of making these kinds of decisions. So, we're gonna talk about how this is showing up in your decision making and what to do about it. But please note from the get go, this is not a judgment fest. Okay? You know me. This is all said with love, encouraging self compassion. And of course, awareness is the key to freedom (laughs) and the first step to change. So, let's just get some awareness around where FOPO is dictating your choices and how you can shift your baseline to making more of these powerful, authentic, self-honoring decisions that we all love. And before we get really into it, I want to remind you, if you want a super digestible but really comprehensive crash course in letting go of FOPO and taking more charge of making decisions you love, go to kirstenparker.com forward slash say no and get the crash course on how to say no. It's got pages of examples of the literal words you can use to say no, because sometimes we just need a script to make things easier. But it also gives you a process for walking through a decision in a way I guarantee you never have before. That's going to reveal to you what you want, what you're afraid of, and let you respond to all of that in a completely conscious way so you can get great at saying no and not feeling guilty about it. Yum. So go grab that for free at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. So today's episode is going to focus on the powerful decisions in our collection of powerful, authentic, self-honoring decisions. How is FOPO costing you your agency? Remember, powerful decisions means we feel empowered making them. We feel in charge of our choices. We make disempowered decisions when we think Someone else's opinions are so much more important or valid or valuable than ours that we conclude we don't have a choice. We don't have agency in our own life to decide something. I see this with dealing with people's bosses, clients, family members, friends. Your boss says this is mandatory, so you think, I have to do it. I can almost hear you say, Kirsten, why are you even wasting our time with this? Duh, if your boss says you have to do it, you have to do it. But hang on. This is the point. It's very sneaky, this brand of faux pas sneaking into your decisions. Because when you don't bother to own the choice you're making, even if it did come from an accepted authority figure in your life, you disconnect from your agency. And there's an important difference between doing things all day because you have to, air quotes, versus knowing why you're choosing to do all those things. And the reason we're nitpicking on all of this, besides this being a decision-making podcast and our whole job is to nitpick on decision-making, the reason we're nitpicking on this particular point is because the way you make small decisions is the way you make big decisions. So if all it takes is a boss or a pushy sibling or a guilt-tripping friend to say, I need you to work Saturday, or we're doing Thanksgiving in Vegas, or I'm moving next week if you want to help... If that's all it takes for you to feel like you have no choice, that's a problem because those requests or demands are dictating your choices instead of you feeling like you're in charge. And when that's your system of making decisions, it's a slippery slope to making bigger decisions you think you don't have a choice in. This is when you start agreeing to career tracks or job changes or partnerships or moves that you think you have to. This is how those big life choices get made from a disempowered place, which we can recover from, but obviously would rather avoid in the first place if we can And lucky for you, you've listening to this episode, so you're going to be golden. So if this is happening for you anywhere in your life, what I want you to do is try inserting a step between receiving a request and responding to it. And in this step, you're going to choose your reasons for whatever you decide. It's inserting a little step where you just kind of gather all of your agency, like all the blocks in the playground get to, you get you get them in front of you and you get to decide, okay, here's why I'm choosing this. I really hope you enjoyed the visual I painted for you there because I was acting it out physically. And um, I hope that came across. So this part of the process, this step, is where all those arguments that came up in your head at the beginning of the episode can come in handy. That little arguing voice that was like, Kirsten, my boss says I have to do something. What am I going to do? Not be a good professional? Obviously, I'm going to do it. Great. There's a reason. Use that as your reason to make this choice if you like that reason. This is subtle, So pay attention or you'll miss it. This is the difference between I have no choice, so I'm going to do this versus I choose to do this because I want to be a good professional. Did you see it? It's a little powerful. Can you see how option A is actually 0% agency and option B is 100% agency? Even though the final decision in both of those scenarios is you do the thing, that's the golden ticket. That's the key. What's fueling your decisions is what counts. Even if the decisions end up looking the same, you can have 0% agency fueling them or 100% agency. Where you're operating from, the mindset and the energy that you're running your days with, so aka running your entire life with, is what counts. And which fuel do you think creates the most fulfilling positive results? Disempowerment? or empowerment. 0% agency or 100% agency. You get my point. The bonus of inserting this step into your decision making is that it helps you make different choices when you really want to. Now, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about is tricky sounding because it's decisions you think you're going to end up making anyway, right? My boss says I'm going to do so I have to do this, I'm going to do it. The The tax person says I have to do this. I'm going to do it. I don't have a choice. But remember what I said about how your decision-making system works. If there's a system in place that allows you to hand over your agency to other people because, well, they'll get mad if I don't do it, or I'll suffer consequences because their opinions are more important and valid and valuable than mine. If that system is in place, it's likely that a lot of decisions are sneaking in that, If we were really in touch with our agency, we wouldn't make. So this is the bonus of inserting this step of finding the reason you like to make whatever decision you're going to make. Because if you can't find a reason you like to do a thing you're being asked or directed or invited to do, guess what? You have permission to not do it. If you can find zero reasons you like to go meet the annoying half of your family for Thanksgiving, even if your cousin has always been in charge of this holiday, and this is the way it's always been done, and up until now you've bought into this collective agreement that they get to tell you what you're doing because their opinions are the important factual opinions, all of a sudden you don't have to feel beholden to that choice. You feel like you have more agency. Who wants to go to Vegas anyway, let alone for Thanksgiving? Whose idea was that? If the reason you'd say yes to helping a friend move is that's what you have to do in these situations, and you don't like that reason, you don't have to do it. Send a recommendation for movers you used. Send well wishes. Send buckets of love. But don't do it if you can't honestly find a reason you like. Now, there's an important caveat we have to cover here. We don't always have to love what we do, but we can always love what we decide. Slap that on a pillow and put it on a t-shirt. What? I'm going to say it again. We don't always have to love everything we do, but we can always love the decisions we make. You can 100% decide that it is worth packing up your shit, getting on a plane full of bachelor parties, and sweating it out in the November desert heat. If you really want to see grandma, and this is the most convenient way for you to do it, that's fine. Own your choice. Thanksgiving it up in Vegas. But this doesn't mean you now owe it to the universe to love every second of that trip. You are allowed to be annoyed at the bachelor parties, okay? We do things we don't like all the time. It's part of humaning. We work overtime without getting paid. We take the trash out. We smile at annoying people. But having decision mastery means that your decision-making foundation is strong and that deep down, you own your choices. You know why you're working overtime without getting paid. You know why you're taking the trash out. You know why you're smiling at your annoying neighbor. You know you have a choice in everything you do, and you're not showing up in the world as if you owe all of these people whose opinions are more important and valid and valuable than you your time and energy. Like you're showing up just for them because they're in charge. That's not the life you're interested in. I know it. And it's so much fun when you feel more in charge of every single choice you make. Even if there are authority figures and people with big personalities in your family and people who think they are in charge of your choices. I promise, if you turn this into your new baseline, if you work on this stuff, and remember, coaching is designed to help you with it because it's not always the easiest and fastest option to do it by yourself, but when you turn this into your new decision-making system, you feel so in charge of your life and your choices, and that just feels so much more delicious than the alternative. So I hope this episode helps you look for whose opinions... Am I making more important than mine? And maybe there's a lot of buy-in. Maybe a lot of people would agree with you that, yeah, their opinion is more important because they're the boss or they're the client or they're the mom. But I'm here to tell you, friend, that you get to be in charge and your opinion really does get to be the most important opinion in your whole world, in your whole life, in your whole universe. And you can invite anyone else's opinions in whom you choose, but that doesn't mean you ever have to give away your power to them and put them in charge of your choices. So have fun with this. Really look for this with love. Nothing's gone wrong if you find some of this little faux post stuff going on, okay? It's fun to take your power back. So have fun owning more of your choices this week. And don't forget to go grab the free crash course on how to say no at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no for really practical help with all this. So you can go do it in your real life today. Let me know if this helps. Let me know what you think. Let me know what comes up. You can always leave a rating and review and let me know any of your thoughts. I'd be so grateful and excited to hear what you think. And you can also always talk to me on TikTok. I'm at The Decision Coach, and it's really fun to have conversations with people there about what's going on and where you're getting a little free from FOPO and getting your agency back. So if you're not on there already, let's connect. I hope you have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Hmm, not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two, Two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally, how to say no to requests and invites, and an 11-minute crash course video training that simplifies the whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no, so you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at KirstenParker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!